Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Hello Next Level. Another day, another episode. Happy Sunday. Hi. (laughs) I'm staring at Kirsten right now and I feel like I haven't talked to her in like this entire week because it's been like the busiest week of my life. Yeah, you were super busy and I was just (laughs) not available. Capacitated. (laughs) Yeah, I was ill all week and I literally every on Monday, I was like, you know what? I I feel good enough to go back to my normal life. And so I did. <laughs> I went to the gym and I did some cardio and I just had like an active day, like my normal routine. And then the next day or that night, actually, I was, I was just like, nope, just kidding. You made yourself worse. And then I just got super sick for the next couple of days. But now I feel better actually I think (laughs) that's good I'm glad honestly like all of this sickness is going around so much lately and I feel like I feel like the whole mask thing died down a little because it felt like COVID died down a little this is just like my personal thoughts about it and so people got more lax on the whole mask mask thing and then our bodies were like hey you've been protected for months and months and months from this mask like now your immune system sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And then we were just like, I don't know, inhaled regular air and now we're all dying. And also it's just the winter time. Like I feel like every year around winter, it's just like sick season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like everyone's a little bit sick at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you go back to school in the fall and you're around all those slimy kids, Mm -hmm. you're going to get sick. You're yeah. done. Yeah, you're done. Exactly. <laughs> I will say though, um, I'm just going to say it now because that's a perfect segue for mentioning our two partners for the episode because they can both kind of help you when you're sick or starting to feel sick or just make you feel cozy during the holidays. Um, but we have one partner and that is Therabox that we'll be talking to you guys about a little later. Um, Therabox is a kind of a self-care subscription box. And it just has a lot of different items like lotions and books and notebooks and candles, things like that, just to make you feel good. And if you want to go a different self-care route, you can try Bright Cellars. And that is also a subscription box, but for wine and it's curated wine. You take a little quiz and everything. And um, yeah. So if you want to go the wine route, which I would highly recommend. Not when you're cost- sick though. Please not when you're sick, <laughs> but maybe to make you feel better after you're sick. Like, you yeah. know, once you're feeling better, but, um, we'll tell you guys about those later, but I just wanted to segue that cause you just set it up perfectly. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So what are we talking about today? <sighs> <laughs> well, we're talking about, I hate, I don't know we're talking about we titled this episode family dynamics during the holidays but that sounds wild to me (laughs) yeah but with christmas literally a couple weeks away which holy what the 
Christmas. <laughs> what the heck? That's so soon. I can't believe it's Christmas December. Shirt. That is so cute. <laughs> and I also can't believe it's the 4th of December right now when we're recording this. And yes, we're recording it the day before. So don't yeah. judge us. Um, but we're talking about basically dealing with your family during Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm pretty sure we had this idea mm-hmm. for this episode when we first started because mm-hmm. we launched, well, spoiler alert for our one year anniversary coming up soon. Um, we yeah. launched in, uh, I guess it would have been 20, yeah, 2020, um, December 26th. So no. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Isn't that right? Yeah. I almost said Holy. 2019 and I was like, that's I was not thinking right. that too. Yeah. Anyway. Was, well, because we did, I think we did launch the old podcast. <laughs> the old podcast was 2019. So don't look yeah. up. <laughs> um, but 2020, December 26th was our like first episode. Um, I'm pretty sure we were like, oh, Merry Christmas to you. Here's a new podcast for you to listen to. <laughs> it was like super dorky. But I remember when we were, you know, thinking of topics for you guys and just like thinking of how to hype up our podcast, we thought about an episode like this because Mm -hmm. we both have wildly different experiences with our family, especially during the holidays. So it's been a year in the making, basically, at this point. I'm actually glad that we didn't record this last year because I feel like I'm in a better headspace to record it this year. And I have more to say this. I have more to say this year. And I also feel like I have a better head on my shoulders to deal with this topic Mm -hmm. this year. Last year, I think I I I probably would have just cried. I don't know. know. (laughs) Because last year I was just sad about Christmas. I think last year I would have been like, yeah, Christmas is great. Just like on, but like on a surface level. Because like, I probably wouldn't have thought about it that much, but this year I feel like I've definitely sat with it a little more and it's been like a few Christmases over here for me now and a few Christmases away from my family on the West coast. So it's been like a little longer to sit with it. So I'm kind of glad we're doing it right now as well, because I just agree with you. I have a, a lot more to say. What, what number Christmas is this? for you away from Oregon the third one I think the third one yeah okay it's the same number as me because you, you okay you yeah, moved in January you, you so that makes you're like six months later yeah okay that makes sense in my head I was like is this your fourth Christmas here holy no shit. no <laughs> it's but, crazy though yeah three Christmases down the hatch um <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while But um, anyway, before we dive into it, though, I would love to know what's been going on with you, because like I mentioned, I've had the busiest week of my life. So what is up? Tell me. Uh, My week was the opposite. It was busy in the sense that I had to keep doing things, even though I wanted to die. (laughs) No, I was just so yeah, I literally, I was just sick all week and trying to get work done. And then I made the mistake of going to the gym, like I said, mm-hmm. on Monday. And then it was just kind of like downhill from there. And we were, had our live on Wednesday. And after we recorded that, I literally was just, I went to bed. 
Right. <laughs> oh my God. That's how, that's how out of it I've been this week. Like it does not feel like our live was on Wednesday. Yeah. So our, we had our live on Wednesday. We also recorded an episode with one of our old guests that we love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It Which was really be, fun. It won't be, it's not for our podcast. Um, yeah. It's for theirs, but that was super fun. Yeah, man, we have had a lot this week, I guess, together and apart. But to be fair, I guess both of the things that we did together wasn't necessarily catching up. It was just like things for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like we weren't actually, I mean, we were having real conversations, but like not. <laughs> our normal conversations I guess I don't know and also I didn't I haven't responded to your Marco Polo oh yeah we had like that's the only way we've communicated this week is through Marco Polos and I still haven't responded because each time I'm like I'll feel better and then I'll, res- I'll respond <laughs> to that <laughs> most of the time I was just laying there or sitting there with tissues in my nose like <laughs> Monday night after going to the gym I literally was laying on the couch and my nose was just so stuffed and running. I'm still a little bit stuffy, but also my eyes wouldn't stop watering. It was just like poor, like every just liquid was coming out of my mm, face. Oh my God. Disc- that <laughs> sucks. It was so gross. And I feel like I've been having hot flashes, but anyway. Oh my Lord. Aside from that, um, I decided today that I'm going to start taking creatine seriously and see if it makes me buff. <laughs> oh, let's get it. Because I tried it like last year, but I only lasted one day. Be- and I- then I was like, I had a headache and I'm like, maybe it was from that. And then I'm like, I, there was no reason why it would have been from that. I just like said that. And then I forgot about it. <laughs> but lately I've seen a lot of girls using it on TikTok and I don't know why I just keep seeing videos of it. And then I was like, you know what? I should use that and I should actually stick to doing it. So I have my gallon jug of water with creatine in it and also the flavor because, you know, you have to make it taste good. Mm-hmm. But so we're going to see if I get buff from that. Um, so keep oh, your eye out. Just, you know, see if I become like the Hulk anytime in, soon. In case you see Kirsten's ass out there looking fat, that's that's why. I took my first sips and I was like, wow, I already feel huge. <laughs> it definitely doesn't work like that. It but, is immediate now. <laughs> immediately huge. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's exciting. Um, I know you said you wanted to mention some of your goals for December. So I'll let you go first and then I'll hop in with a few of mine. Yes. Okay. Um my goals for December. I'm kind of excited about these actually. So the first and biggest one I'm going to mention, cause it's about the podcast and we are just hoping to hit like a big milestone for us too by January 1st. And I don't know if I want to mention it specifically. Um, cause I feel like I'll just be like asking for a weird thing, but, <laughs> um, if we hit it, we'll mention it further, but we have a big goal for hello next level podcast, um, by January. So that's exciting. And then I've also been like for the entire month of November, I've been taking my money education pretty seriously. And so I'm just kind of looking to continue that because it's been really good. And I've like enjoyed 
learning more about, I don't know, my money and how I can make it work for me. And just like, I don't know, just feeling more like educated and in the know about my financials and stuff. And I just have never really felt confident about that. So I'm going to keep that going in December. I have started like freelancing a little bit. So I have a goal for that for December, which never really had like a specific money goal before. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. And then I'm also doing this like trial run of a Spanish linguistics course with someone that I follow on Instagram. So that'll be like, we had our first meeting, let's see the last day of December. And there's, I think two or three more. So it's almost all the way through December, but yeah. I mean, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, like I've had, there's been a few months where I've had like Spanish and Duolingo goals and stuff. And sometimes it's just hard to have the motivation just to like log into an app even for like five minutes. Cause it just feels like an obligation sometimes. And I tried using, um, some workbooks that I got on Amazon for a little bit too. And those were good, but I just, wanted to take this class over December to try to figure out how to strategize, I guess, and figure out what's going to be best besides, because like being around Juliano's family has been probably the best teacher of Spanish out of all of those options, but I don't know. I'm trying to actively learn. So finishing that Spanish class is another goal of mine. And I may add another one, but I also kind of just like what I have right now. So I feel like that's good that you don't have too many because I think that's where we both went wrong. <laughs> like, I agree. <laughs> many, many, many months in a row. Um, but also, I really like the Spanish one. I think that's super exciting and super helpful that you have a teacher that you're meeting with because then it's like, okay, you have to meet them at this time and mm-hmm. their schedule is also dependent on you showing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like a mutual so, thing. and Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure she's wanting to launch a course soon. So I think it's just mm. like a trial run of that. And, um, I've been following her for a little while and trying to figure out if I want to like buy her book and like things like this, and just been like conversing with her, like through her posts and just like DMS and stuff. And so then she invited me to be a part of this class. And I was like, for sure. Cause it's just, your tactics are like interesting. And I'm trying to learn. So here I am. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, but I love that. Yeah. I also love, I was going to mention this too, like, cause we mentioned it a little bit on our Marco Polos, how for some reason, December feels like it's going to be really like big and transformative and not in the way of like, Oh, it's the end of the year. Like, you know, do what you can before the end of the year. It's going to be January, figure out your resolutions and your goals and stuff. It doesn't feel like that kind of thing. It just felt like once we started thinking about December, it just felt like something was there for us to grab or accomplish or whatever. I don't know how else to explain it, but I know we were both talking about that. So I wanted to yeah. see what you had to say. <sighs> Well, first of all, December is one of my favorite months. Yes. <laughs> ever. It, but yeah, this this year specifically, it just feels like something's a brewing, you know, like a brewing. I like that. I just feel like because normally I feel like 
you would feel this feeling when it's January because it's Mm -hmm. like fresh start do to do you know Mm -hmm. new year's goals but it feels less like pile on as many things as you can and more so like the the work that we've been doing is gonna pay off yeah in December and like we're making a lot of headway with things that we're already doing or we're just like having realizations and ideas and it's just like a good healthy month it just feels like we're about to pop off really yeah. hard I love it December and but in a good way that's not like overwhelming where we can also you know take some time to enjoy the holidays so mm-hmm. I don't know are you guys feeling the same way like let us know because yeah. are we alone out here yeah like this is this month? like some weird thing in our water or something like or yeah. is it like actually a feeling that is in the air or is it just us? Like, I'm curious. I'm curious. My, I'm about think. to go real woo-woo <laughs> right now, but my mom was actually saying something similar. I was talking to her the other day and she was like saying that she just like feels like something's coming in December. Oh. Like she feels like this shift is coming for her and like all this stuff. And I was like, what? I feel the same way. Like, that's that cool. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and then I was scrolling on social media earlier today and I I saw that thing I don't know there's like some sort of new moon today or something yeah but it's something and it it was like it's the new moon in Sagittarius and it's going to be the last one in like for like the next nine years and we're like supposed to be closing out some karmic chapter something some woo-woo shit that like basically was like how you and I and my mom have been feeling it was like explaining that yeah which I don't know. I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know like how much of that I fully believe in, but it was fun to be like, oh yeah, that's exactly how yeah. we've been feeling. Like, oh, that's time. me. Yeah. So maybe it's the new moon. Maybe it's just us being fucking nuts, but <laughs> either, either way, way, either way, I'm going to ride that wave. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the case is. Oh yeah. Either yeah. way, I'm here for it. Same. Um, do you have any goals for December or like any you want to share? You bet your ass. I have yeah. been color, color coordinated, um, red and green. Yes. Oh, I'm so dumb. I could have just looked at my phone when I was looking at those. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Um, so I also have a financial goal for my business that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So like, that's kind of like top of mind. Obviously I have the same podcast goal is you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm not gonna say what it is but that's there and then also I don't know if you guys remember us talking about NaNoWriMo last month mm-hmm. I'm continuing one article a day on medium for December also yeah. so that's on my goals um and my goal last month was to make $20 on medium Mm-hmm. And I made $50. Yeah. So that was cool and super unexpected. And so I set my goal this month on Medium to make $100. Get it, girl. So, yeah. Everybody go I'm, check her out on Medium, okay, right now. Well, after you're I'm, done listening to this episode. It's the fourth today and I'm at $8 already. So hey. I feel like I could get there. Um, I Also, one of my big goals is to finish out strong with my Goodreads goal that's been going on this whole year, mm-hmm. which was to read 24 books. Yeah. And I'm at 21. <laughs> so I have to read three more books this month. And I think I can do it. I love it. Yeah. December's um, like your cozy month. You could totally just crack that out. 
yeah I part of me really wants to read war and peace but it's because the cover looks very Christmassy. I'm like, that would be cool to carry around with me and just look like a cool girl. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a like, cool girl how, with like the Christmas book and like, yeah, in like, the movies. and like she's reading War and Peace. Whoa, she must be smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's also freaking huge. And I feel like if I do that, it'll totally throw me off and I won't hit my goal. Um, then my other goals are kind of like, organize my business finances and like come up with a plan for that by the end of the year. Um, and then I also have just like some gym goals that I'm working on, um, creatine infused gym goals (laughs) that are happening, uh, which I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how strong I can get by the end of the year, but that's pretty much all of them. I tried to limit myself to how much I wanted to take on this month, especially because it's, there's a lot going on this month in general. So. Yeah, I agree. We, oh, Giuliano and I are so, so busy this month already. Like for instance, today, so we're recording this at like almost 9 PM because (laughs) my ass has been in Orlando all day. Um, but Giuliano's family has, this tradition of making a Puerto Rican dish called pasteles for the Christmas time. And they make, they're like a little smaller than burrito size and they make a bajillion of them. So like everyone in their family takes home like a dozen of them. And it's kind of like a dish that you prepare in like an assembly line kind of style and it just takes a bunch of people to make them. And it's it was super fun. We were playing like Christmas music and stuff and just like hanging out. But I've been there all day. And then next week, we're doing a really fun cookie party at my house. So Kirsten will be here, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> and then we have like a Christmas party that weekend. And then it's your birthday. And then it's Christmas. And then it's New Year's. And we have a wedding to go to. And then it's 2022 and my head's gonna explode (laughs) yeah holy crap I'm I need to look at the calendar right now yeah next so Friday is the cookie party Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and our one year anniversary oh my god yeah Saturday is my little brother's birthday oh my gosh oh my god and then that next week is like pretty bland um except on that Friday is my birthday so yeah that is not bland at all and then the 21st, I leave for Oregon. Ah! Then we also have our, um, you know, anniversary. We've got Christmas. We've got my other brother's birthday. <laughs> we have a, one of my friend's birthdays. We have New Year's. And then I come back and then I leave. Again. Oh, my God. There's that so- stresses me out. Yeah. So I'm moving again. Like a million times, but I'm moving again in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> I'm basically moving. It, depending on how things go, I'm going to be moving three times in 2022. Oh my god! Isn't I that crazy? Do not envy that. <laughs> I'm kind of excited though. Like yeah. new places. I mean, yeah, two of which I know, one of which I'm not sure of yet. So yeah, that's exciting for you. It's gonna also be- I made. I made two solid decisions today. Okay. In the spirit of this whole like new life thing or this new vibe (laughs) in December. One, next year, 
before like around my birthday I'm going to London oh and I mean some hopefully sometime next year I'm going to Norway but Mm -hmm. for sure around my birthday I want to go to London I want to have Christmas and not Christmas in London but like Christmas vibes there that's happening and then I also made another decision but for my 30th birthday okay (laughs) which I think I already mentioned this but I'm going to Finland. Yeah. Yep. To the Northern Lights Village. <laughs> I'm going to see the Northern Lights. So I have, I'm mapping out my next birthdays for the next few <laughs> years, I guess. I don't know why. Travel I've plans. Been like, I've been thinking about traveling in December for some reason lately. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. December is a gorgeous month, like all over the world. So that's going to yeah. be really, really cool to experience different places. Yeah. I'm excited for you. We have like a lot of, actually, we have a lot of traveling going on in 2022 already. Like, I mean, it's not traveling at the end of the year, but we have like a New Year's Eve party um, or Mm -hmm. wedding to go to, which I've never been to, which would be fun. And then we're going to a wedding in Mexico and then a wedding in Oregon and potentially somewhere else but it's very much in like the early stages of like a friend trip so I don't know if that's even gonna happen yet but yeah it's gonna be nuts I'm excited though and yeah I'm I'm hoping everything stays travel friendly for 2022 Mm -hmm. because I want a lot even aside from the moving part I want a lot of other traveling plans to happen yeah me too me too we are going off on a really big <laughs> yeah anyway right this so. episode is not about travel um <laughs> despite what you may think okay so okay. um we're gonna take a really quick break to tell you about our partners that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode and then we will be right back okay guys so today's episode is sponsored by bright sellers and we're super excited to be um, partnering with them Um, If you feel like you've ever been overwhelmed in the wine aisle, like I definitely have, I'm sure Kirsten has too, and bought some random wine that you end up not liking, you're definitely not alone. Finding the perfect wine match can be like super hard. And I know that I struggle with expanding my palate, but it definitely doesn't have to be that way. And that's kind of where Bright Cellars comes in. Bright Cellars uses a wine algorithm to match you with wines that you're guaranteed to love. All you have to do is take a 30 second quiz and they match you with wines based on things you already know you like, like your favorite type of chocolate or juice. Yeah, exactly. And I've actually tried it before personally. My boyfriend and I have gotten a box before and it's really cool because each wine comes with this like education card that gives you more information on like where the wine's from, like tasting notes, food pairings, stuff like that. And honestly, they're such pretty little cards. We have them up for decoration in our kitchen. And so one that I really liked was a wine called Dreamlit. And it's just a sweet white wine. I'm a really big fan of like rosés and whites mostly. Although I do probably need to expand a little to the red wines, but there's a lot of, you know, apricot, peach, honey flavors, things like that. I really like my sweet wines, but the best part of it really is that if you don't like a bottle of it, Bright Cellars offers a guarantee and will send you a replacement bottle in your next order. Yeah, it's definitely cool to experiment and try different flavors. 
But if you guys are interested in trying Bright Sellers out for yourself for a limited time, Hello Next Level listeners get 50% off their first six bottles by going to brightsellers.com slash H&L. It's basically six bottles of wine for the price of three. So to get 50% off your first box, head to brightsellers.com. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-C-E-L-L-A-R-S.com backslash H&L. Bright Sellers helping you discover the wine you'll love. Help support us, your favorite hosts at Hello Next Level by supporting Bright Sellers. So we want to say thank you to Therabox for supporting Hello Next Level. Therabox is pretty much a mindful version of FabFitFun. <laughs> really struggling to say that right now. But basically their mission is to inspire happier lives through practical joy boosting activities and thoughtful self-care products. So it's basically a box filled with all things self-care. Each box is curated by therapists and includes a happiness activity inspired by neuroscience and positive psychology research, which I think is really cool. In addition to full-size wellness items for the mind, body, and soul. So candles, books, notebooks, anything revolving around self-care you'll find in this box. And each of their boxes is themed, which is really cool. I think October's was called Moon Dust, which looks so cool, honestly. Like, and I'm excited. I don't, I haven't seen any for Christmas yet, like Christmas themed, but I'm really excited. I want to order their Christmas one, like right now. Yeah, yeah. The other boxes before November's, you're right. That was called Moon Dust, and it looks like it was full of so many good things, like neither myself or Kirsten got that box but we're excited to get the ones for the holidays but just to give you guys an idea like the one for October was so great there was a lip mask in there um, some bath oils moonbeam bath oils to be specific so they were very like you know moon stars that kind of deal Um, they had a white sage and lavender intention candle which I love Um, some sheet masks and an affirmations handbook for moon phases. So it's kind of cool that they kind of theme their boxes to, you know, kind of whatever they decide for the month. But I like that because it feels more curated and intentional. So yeah, Kirsten and I are really excited to have Therabox as part of our little family. And you guys can find the link in our bio for 10% off your first box. And we really hope you guys like it as much as we do. And definitely be sure to tag us in your unboxings and when you're using your products and things, we'd love to share it with you. Like Mm. we mentioned, you know, 40 million minutes ago, Our episode is basically about family dynamics during the holidays. And also, like we mentioned, it's just a topic that we've been really interested in just because so much of our personal growth and our learning about ourselves and our self-love and our healing involves our family in one way or another. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I guess kind of to kick it off a little I wanted to ask you if you feel like your family ever had any family traditions during the holidays, because I, I can think of some aside from, you know, being stressed, but (laughs) some fun holiday traditions. I was curious if you felt like your family had any, I feel like one of the main traditions for 
So the portion of my family that I spent the most time with was my mom, my stepdad, and my younger brother, one of my younger brothers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like honestly, the tradition was just to actually be nice to each other. And that was the day that my mom and stepdad like really got along and like there wasn't really any fight. It was like the best day of the year. Mm-hmm. And my, like from my kid perspective and we would always, I mean, we had like little traditions, like we would go get a tree together and we would decorate it and listen to music. And my brother and I would place the ornaments on the tree. And then my mom would move them where she wanted them and mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's OCD as heck and wouldn't just let us place the ornaments anywhere they had to be specific spots on the tree oh my goodness um my mom would also always make this wasn't like on Christmas day but around Christmas season when it was really cold and snowy outside she would make these little German cookies Ooh, that are like funny. really small and they're rock hard. I'm. Sh- I bet that you've had them before. I'm pretty house. sure I have actually. They're like little pebbles, like little rocks. I, think I have. I. Oh my god, it's all coming back to me right now. And you, we would carry them in our pockets outside when it's cold, and then you put it in your mouth and you suck on it because, like, as you suck on it, it makes it soft, and they're like super cinnamony, and they just like make you feel warm inside. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally remember that. It's like, yeah. Oh my god, my brain exploded. <laughs> but. If you were to try to eat them like with your teeth, you would break all your teeth off. So you had to suck on them, which a lot of people thought was weird, but I love that. And now that I'm remembering that, I'm probably going to ask her for the recipe you so should. I can make them this year and have people like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> this you should. It's so should. hard. But what else? Um, every single Christmas Eve, I would go to my grandparents' house on my dad's side. And we would do gifts then because me and my younger brother and my cousin would always spend Christmas at our mom's houses. Mm-hmm. So my dad got us on Christmas Eve. So like Christmas Eve on my dad's side, is like the Christmas for my whole family on that side. And basically we just go over there. We have Christmas dinner. We all hang out. And then we gather around the tree and every single year we, all the kids grab the presents from under the tree and we distribute them to everyone who's like sitting around and then instead of and this is the part I love about that side of my family instead of like going around and having someone stare at you while you open your gift it's just everyone opens their gifts oh I love that we're all tearing into them and like thanking each other and like it's just like a fun a fun time like then we just hang out and like I don't know the kids play with their toys that they got and Mm -hmm. the parents drink wine and (laughs) laugh about stuff yeah (laughs) yeah but I don't know. I don't really know what else. I can't think of anything else. But what about you? I feel like as I was listening to you talk about yours, so many more came to mind than I expected because it was my Christmases were a little different where like I think we we switched every year who had the kids for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So like we kind of had I kind of had traditions for both sides like with my dad my dad was the like we mostly spent time with my dad outside of the holidays but for Christmas Eve what I can remember is we had this like giant Santa Claus key that we hung on the outside of the door because we were like at a dead end road in the middle of nowhere 
and we don't, we didn't have a chimney on our house. So my dad bought this key and he was like, oh yeah, like Santa uses this key and it fits with any lock. Like it's magic. So we just set it outside and he like uses it with his magic and he can get in because we don't have a chimney and just put the presents in like whatever. (laughs) So that was ours for Christmas Eve. And we would also put like carrots out and cookies obviously for Santa but then my grandma actually which is something I totally want to get back to doing and I should have done with my little brothers but my grandma had this thing where she took those like little plastic um shakers with herbs in them like she would take ones that were empty and like put a fake label on it and it said like reindeer food in Christmas font and she would just fill it with what I now know is oatmeal, like dried oatmeal. And so all of us kids would take those and we would go sprinkle it on our lawn because our, our roof was too steep for like the reindeer. They would slip off and hurt themselves. So we had to give them food on our lawn so they would know to go there. So we would all sprinkle it outside. And like in the morning, I'm pretty sure there's a few times where like we saw like reindeer tracks or whatever because the deer would come through. Yeah. And we were like, oh, reindeer, ah, like whatever. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. And then in the morning, I kind of just remember like waking up early and I would always steal the seat by the pellet stove because I always liked sitting in front of the pellet stove because it was super warm. And everyone would get, you know, handed their gifts and everything. And we would open our stockings first. And then usually like everyone gets a pick a gift and then like all six kids would open it at the same time, but it was still one at a time, but yeah. And then we kind of had everything. Everyone was just playing with whatever they got. And we usually spent some time outside in the snow. And then on my mom's side, Christmas Eve was a little more like hilarious like my grandpa or my stepdad would dress up in a santa costume <laughs> and he would like he had these like sleigh bells and you would like hear them from outside the door and be like oh my gosh like santa's here blah 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 and he would always come bring us well we'd have to sit on his lap and tell us what we wanted and blah 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 and then he would pull out one gift for us on christmas eve and it was it was always new pajamas So we would all go change into our Christmas pajamas and then we would wake up in the morning and we'd all be wearing them, whatever. And I don't think I remember putting out like cookies and stuff then, but in the morning it was kind of the same thing. For some reason on my mom's side, I was like really adamant to be the one to hand out the presents. Like I was like, this is my job. No one else touch it. This is mine. And with, I don't know, maybe it was just because there were six kids at my dad's house where I was like, do whatever you want but I was the oldest at my mom's. So I was like, this is my job. (laughs) And I was like, it was a big deal apparently, but at my mom's, everyone like went around and like opened one at a time. But I kind of liked that because I feel really like proud when I get people gifts and I like want to see them open it and enjoy it and stuff. So I kind of liked that, but that was super long winded because apparently there was just a lot more traditions than I thought. But I mean, good things. There's definitely things that I would like to, I guess, bring into my home for traditions. Like I think Giuliano and I want to create a tradition of watching Klaus every year on December 1st. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. I 
What is it? I feel like I've heard of it and maybe I've seen it. It's an animated Christmas movie. Okay. It's like the, I don't know, the origin of like Claus, like Mr. Claus. Okay. I feel like I might have seen it. Yeah. It's so, so cute. And we watched it the other day um, with Michaela actually on December 1st. And I was like, we should make that a tradition because we've watched it for the past two years. And it's just, if you haven't seen it, 100% go watch it on Netflix. It's the cutest Christmas movie ever. Besides Santa Claus. I love Santa Claus. I love all of the Santa Clauses. And I love watching them. Yeah, we used to watch that. I mean, I guess that's another tradition is we used to watch that every year. Mm -hmm. I mean, not on Christmas Day, but like around Christmas time, we would watch all the Santa Claus movies. Mm -hmm. So I feel like now... I think it's it's hard to transition or why like fa- family dynamics become difficult when you get older mm-hmm. because Christmas changes. You're not a kid anymore. Like it's not yeah. the holidays aren't about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like the difficult parts of a family holiday, you become aware of them because they were always there when we were kids. Like our parents probably felt that way. But we didn't because we were just like enamored with the magical holiday spirit. Mm -hmm. And like we were just kids. We weren't in tune with what our parents were going through or what their mindset was during Christmas. And now that we're older, one, it can be easy to like miss that feeling of being young. And two, difficulties within your relationships with your family members can kind of ruin the holidays for you if you let it Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's something we're going to talk about a lot today because we're adults now and yeah unfortunately we're not the ones who go to bed first Santa Claus is gonna come to town (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I feel like I was thinking about this and now that like we've done so much work over this past year I feel like I can confidently say that like so many struggles that I've had with my family have just been like me thinking that things matter more than they do or me trying to please everyone, which has just apparently always been such a big issue for me. And I think the holidays started getting really tough for me when I like finally had a say about where I was basically during the holidays. Like when I could drive, it started not becoming as enjoyable to just be in the holiday season because I felt like I was being pulled in like 5 million directions. And Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of it had to do with feeling like, you know, when you have, I mean, you might relate to this and some other people might if like their families are divorced as well. But when you're, you have that conversation and they're like, yeah, you can come here if you want to, but like no pressure if you don't, but it immediately feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Cause you're like, well, even if it's 30 minutes, like I have to go see them because it's the holiday, like it's the day and it's not going to be as meaningful if like, I don't go see them for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so when I was able to drive and like make plans of my own, it was almost like bittersweet because I was like, okay, well, 
I have to be here, but then I have to go here to see this person. And I have to go here to see this part of the family and here to meet up with this part of the family. And there's like four dinners involved. And there's like a million, a million things to do and a million people to see. And like, it's going to be awkward when I get there because I'm going to have to leave so soon. And then when I leave, it's going to be awkward because I didn't spend enough time there. And I think part of that came from feeling like I needed to please both parents because they were divorced and they didn't have the greatest relationship, obviously, like for a little while. But part of it was also just like me trying to overcompensate and like please everyone when it like definitely I know now it's not possible. Mm -hmm. But back then I didn't. And I was like, I would literally rather spend the holidays with my best friend's family than my own family. Yeah. And I think part of like growing up and deciding to not be so much of a people pleaser is like deciding to make those decisions for Mm -hmm. yourself. And also realizing that when you make those decisions, it's better for everybody else. Because if you're showing up to places you don't want to be and you're you're not going to be showing up as your best self. You're going to be grumpy and like, yeah, things are going to be weird because you don't want to be there. And with everything that we talk about today, because I feel like I've seen a lot of videos on TikTok lately that it was mostly around like Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. but just like where people are like annoyed that they have to spend time with their family on Thanksgiving or like, what is aunt so-and-so going to say to me this time? That's going to upset me around Thanksgiving or like, Oh, what am I going to have to deal with now with my family when I go there on Christmas? Like blah, 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 all that stuff. I feel like for the most part, it all comes back to the, the relationship that you have with yourself. Cause I feel like it's very easy. And I do this sometimes where we want to blame everybody else for our discomfort mm-hmm. and for stressing us out and being rude to us and making us feel shitty. And in reality, it's not their job to make you feel comfortable and it's your job to set those boundaries and also ask yourself why do you keep going back into situations that you don't like being in because Mm -hmm. even if they are your family member if they continuously treat you like garbage to the point where like you really don't want to go to family events you're allowed to not go you're allowed to decide to go and spend Christmas with your best friend's family instead. Like yeah. you don't owe them anything just because they are your family. And if it really is that like you still want to go and like maybe there's one person that really bothers you, I feel like it's important to ask yourself why they bother you so much and also build a relationship with yourself where you're secure enough that no matter what anyone says or does to you, it doesn't ruin your whole day. Like, yeah, it's more of a reflection on them than on you. And you're able to either just kind of ignore it and, you know, see it as it is what it is kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Or if they continue to do it, set a healthy boundary with that person and let them know that they can't talk to you that way anymore, which I need to do. And so it's kind of like, once you reach a certain age, it's like, you have to start making decisions. Like, are you going to keep showing up to these family events and keep complaining about how much you hate going? Or are you going to change your attitude about it and say, I get to go here. I get to see my family. Mm -hmm. And yeah, everybody has their things. Like every family can be dysfunctional in some way, but 
it's up to you to judge whether it's worth it and healthy for you to stay in that situation or maybe, I don't know, change your perspective about it. It's really complicated, but at the end of the day, the only thing you can control is how you react to those situations and if you even allow yourself to show up in those circumstances. Yeah. I will say I'm really glad that you mentioned boundaries because that was something that was brewing in my head like the entire time you were talking. And one, because I know that that's something I need to work on too. Like, especially after, I mean, we had a episode on boundaries and I think that so many of the things that we talk about that affects our like self-worth and our self-love and our mindset involves like when it, when you, we feel like it involves other people, it's generally because there's no boundaries or there's the wrong boundaries or they aren't being enforced, whatever it may be. But I feel like if I had thought about and taught myself more about boundaries when I was younger, instead of trying to cater to everyone, if I had set that boundary and be like, Hey, I can't drive the length of Oregon on Christmas day. Can't do it and see everyone for an hour at a time. Like everyone needs to congregate in different places so that maybe I have two stops instead of five or I'll see you another day because it's not, I think also what I had to think about was like, it's not all about like the day, like the, that day is not what matters. What matters is like that you're with family and it's, you know, the holiday season is nice and it's warm and it's cozy and it's loving and it's exciting and fun, but it's not necessarily about that day that it needs to happen and everything needs to be shoved into this 24 hours or it's over. Mm-hmm. It's the season. And it doesn't matter really when you see your family or friends, it's just, it matters that you get to spend time with them. And I feel like if you have people in your life that are like, it has to be today, it has to be Christmas day or Christmas Eve. Like that's, that's probably a conversation that needs to happen and a boundary that needs to be set. Cause maybe that doesn't work for you. Um, but I think setting healthy boundaries, especially during the holidays is is really important because just like you said, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be family members that maybe rub you the wrong way, or there's going to be expectations that other people put on you that you can't handle or that you don't want to execute. Like it's your day just as much as it is your family's day um, or season either way. And I think just it, It needs to be something that happens. Those boundaries need to be set. And I think in some cases, it might just be something you think is a bigger deal than it is. Like, do you actually know, like, do you actually know that your mom is going to freak out if Mm -hmm. you, you know, are only there for two hours or maybe you tell her and she's like, oh, I understand that you want to go see your dad today. And you're like, oh, I really worked this up in my head and was stressing out about it for weeks. And she doesn't even care. (laughs) That conversation will relieve so much stress. Yeah. And also, I think, you know, when the holidays come and there's going to be compromises that you have to make, like, obviously, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't just be like, oh, it's my way or the highway. Like, you're going to make compromises. But at the same time, you should try and figure out how to 
make the day the most enjoyable for yourself as possible. Because if you're running around to 50 gazillion places that you don't want to be and you're grumpy the whole time and then in rea- and you think it's because you have to be at these places and you're grumpy and really everyone's like, wow, she sucked. <laughs> but she didn't come here. Like, you know. Yeah. She was oh my God. It's like you're describing here. me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I mean, if you're going to be, if it's going to ruin your whole day, like maybe readjust and mm-hmm. ask them if they can do it the next day or just basically like try to do less, but yeah. make decisions that make you happy and you know maybe especially when you're making decisions with your partner like a lot of people have to split between your your partner's family and your family so those are conversations that need to happen and compromises need to be made but also don't go down the rabbit hole of like being the people pleaser and just saying yes to everything like in your partner's relationship like you're like, oh yeah, we'll just go spend it with your family, even though you really want to spend it with your own family or mm-hmm. you want to split that time. I feel like that's something I would do where I just be like, whatever you want. And then I would secretly be mad. Yeah. <laughs> they yep. didn't like, they didn't know to consider my needs and also compromise when I literally said, no, let's go do this whole day. Yeah. Yeah. How you want it. And then they're like, oh, okay, that's what you want. I'm like, yeah, I want what you you want and so Mm -hmm. they assume that's what I want but really I'm like that douche (laughs) (laughs) they're not mind readers (laughs) yeah so it's a balance of compromising and also getting what you want on the holidays Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like helped me realize a lot of things when I moved over here and I kind of had like not an excuse but like I had a reason to not be over there because flights are expensive and everyone travels during the holidays. And like, it was kind of like a cleanse, like, and I'm not saying any of this to like bash my family. Like they're not terrible. They're great. It's just, I put so much pressure on myself that I, just like you were saying, I kind of ruined my own holiday trying to please everyone else. And I don't think I really realized that until I moved over here and started I don't know, just kind of chilling the fuck out about holidays. <laughs> like I just, I was like, Hey, I can't come home. Like I'll FaceTime you. Uh, let me, you know, we'll, we'll talk Christmas morning. We'll tell each other what we got and like, you know, chat over cinnamon rolls. I don't know. Um, but there was automatically that pressure that was taken away because I was over here. And so I feel like I've kind of dissected how I used to be during the holidays when I was in Oregon with my family scattered across Oregon. And it's kind of given me a little bit of clarity on that. So it's definitely something where I feel more confident thinking about spending the holidays with my family again. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a little bit like a step back and maybe a lot of people feel that way now because not only like for you you were across the country but for a lot of people during covid like you Mm -hmm. couldn't spend it with your family so maybe that separation helped you gain some clarity and also I feel like for me it's been it's emphasized how much I love spending the holidays with my family and having that like cozy family feeling but also I just love hanging out with my friends and there are some weird, strange dynamics happening now in my family. And 
potentially this year, even where I felt sick to my stomach (laughs) thinking about it. Yeah. And, but then I was like, you know what? It is like, it is what it is. I can just show up and like have a good time. And I realized that I was kind of like expecting the worst case scenario Mm -hmm. or like preemptively expecting myself to have an emotional breakdown (laughs) Yeah, because of a, a certain situation. And even though like Christmas Eve and like most of Christmas Day, like everything's fine, but there's this one point where I had to make a decision about seeing someone that was going to lead to something else. And it was either that or not seeing them. And so I decided seeing them was more important to me. So with that, I have to decide like to be okay with it and just see how it goes and not set myself up to freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Well, those and expectations honestly, are killer too. And like, honestly, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's just like, you start to stress out about it, but you're like, it's fine. And also if you imagine like the worst case scenario, it's typically not that bad. And if it did start to get to that point, I can leave. Like I can literally just get in my car and go away. Yeah. Like I don't have to stay. And I know I'm probably building up the whole scenario way bigger in my head and like giving it meaning that it probably doesn't have and doesn't need to have. And just I'm like, why is this weird situation happening? I'm like, well, why is it weird? Life is Mm -hmm. fucking weird. Like weird shit happens all the time. I don't need to give it that label of it's being weird. We shouldn't, we shouldn't spend the holiday this specific way because it weirds me out. Yeah. But it's not up to me. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a mental game, honestly. Like, and I feel like unexpectedly this episode feels like it ties to inner child work in a different way. Because I feel like around the holidays, it's just very nostalgic. And you think Mm -hmm. about things like what we've been talking about, like your childhood and, and stuff like that. And it kind of brings back old feelings, like whether they're really, really good or maybe not so good. Like, I feel like it's like deja vu a little bit where it Mm -hmm. brings those things back for better or for worse. And it just, it brings a whole different side of like inner child work to light. And it's kind of interesting how, you know, you could do all of this work and all of this healing, but it comes to like a significant holiday where there's, you know, memories that you didn't exactly think about when you were trying to heal, like even days can bring back things. Certain people that you haven't seen in a while can bring back things like there's a lot of different angles to healing that needs to happen. And sometimes you'll be triggered. Sometimes you'll be fine, but it's just an interesting dynamic between like family and inner child work. I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. And like this year, I'm just deciding, I just want to feel good. And mm-hmm. so I'm just going to like pick things that align with that and just chill out. I like just generally like just chill out about it. Yeah, because I last year I didn't I mean, I just saw you and G. I mean, not that you guys aren't special, but, you know, (laughs) like other than that, I was up by myself for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so this year I'm like, okay, I'm grateful that I get to go home and I get to see my friends and family. So I should be excited for that. And I am. And so I shouldn't let any like little situation bother me to where I'm like stressing out about it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
I actually forgot that we stopped to see you like Christmas day, like I guess the end of Christmas day last year. We like, yeah, we hung out and like Giuliano got to meet your kitties and everything. That was Mm -hmm. fun. That was nice. I liked that. It was also freezing cold that day. It was. I remember Mm -hmm. that. That was crazy. I'm excited to have Brendan and Crystal in here too for the holidays because they'll be with Giuliano and I and his family. So they'll also be experiencing like a different culture during Christmas time, which is cool. So I'm excited to have him here. And I don't know the holidays. I feel much more relaxed during the holidays um, now. And I'm just, I don't know, feels like our own thing is coming together, which I feel like is always nice. You know, I like that. Yeah. But I think that that kind of covers our family dynamics episode. I know we chatted like a ton in the beginning, (laughs) so I'm going to keep the sign off pretty short, but we want to say thank you to everyone who was on our live. We did kind of like a Christmas theme thing for our live. We had some technical difficulties with our questions, but we will be answering those questions um, for our year anniversary episode actually Mm -hmm. so we'll still get those questions back to you guys but we ended up having like a holiday themed thing so thank you to everyone who came to that and thank you for listening to this episode you guys obviously know you can find us at hello next level pod on instagram and on tiktok um you can go to the link in our bio for all of our fun things like our goodreads and our journal prompts and things like that And be sure to check out our partners because they're awesome. And our codes and links are all in our show notes. They would all make great holiday gifts. So if you're like last minute trying to think of a holiday gift, check out our partners. Yes. Um, But we also hope you guys took something good from this episode and you guys feel more relaxed about your family dynamics during the holidays or if you were stressing about anything. I hope some part of this helped you chill out or at least you were like, heck yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, because- exactly. That's, I think that's a big one I wanted to emphasize was like, you're not alone in these crazy feelings. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, some family dynamics are a, maybe might be a lot crazier than yours or a lot more chill than yours. But regardless, like there are people around you that feel the same way. So Yeah, I hope some of you guys resonated with either of our stories. And uh, yeah, I liked this episode. It felt like cathartic to talk about it, I feel like, because I haven't, I don't know, I feel like I haven't talked about like my family during the holidays in a while or thought about Mm -hmm. it really. Yeah. So it was a good one. Yeah, we will talk to you guys next weekend after our cookie party. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for that. We'll talk to you after your cookie party and we hope you have a good Sunday and a good week and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.